Hello! Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 13, Oklahoma State. Follow me on Instagram, at Burning Springs. Email, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Got an email. Going to read it later. Follow on Facebook. Type in Unreasonable Doubt. The podcast page should come up. Uh, Hit the blue thumb. Like the page. And follow the podcast there. So West Virginia goes to Stillwater. Javon Carter shoots 2 of 10 from the field. 8 turnovers. Oklahoma State shoots over 51% for the game. West Virginia turned it over 18 times. And we still won. So 1-0 in Big 12 play. West Virginia wins 85-79 in a very nervous game to watch. Blood pressure up for sure. West Virginia was down 9 in the first half. Down 8 in the second half. Came back, won the game. Why? Three reasons. West Virginia made their foul shots. I keep talking about this. Close games, and there's going to be hopefully a lot of close games in conference play. And West Virginia made 27 of 32 free throws. They made 7 of 8 in the last two minutes. Three of those came from Kanate. He made 3 of 4. Wesley Harris, he made a couple. Bolden made a couple. And Oklahoma State didn't. They were kind of gassed in the second half. Their best player shot 5 of 10 from the line, missed a bunch. And so that was the that was one of the big differences of the game was free throws. Second main reason West Virginia won was West Virginia's defense. It was pretty strong for for giving up 51% shooting. West Virginia had a bunch of steals. Wore down Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State was shooting jump shots in the second half versus the first. Oklahoma State shot over 60% in the first half and got it down to 51% for the game. Uh, Oklahoma State only made only scored 33 points in the second half. There was a seven-minute stretch where they didn't score a field goal. So credit to West Virginia and their defense. Which gets tricky. When you get into the conference play, everybody knows what West Virginia does. Familiar with the press, so some games they're going to have to back out of it. West Virginia could stick with the press all game against Oklahoma State, and it was effective because it wore them down. But the main reason West Virginia won was my man, (laughs) my favorite player, you know him, you love him. Aggressive, neck tattoo, freshman, Teddy Allen. What a game for Teddy. He led West Virginia in scoring with 15 points. How many minutes did he play? 16. So he he, sc- he shot 11 times in his 16 minutes. He scored 13 in the second half. He attempted a no-look pass successfully. So that was great to see because Teddy's not very big on passing. So when he did, he did it with style with a no-look pass. He missed a dunk, (laughs) which 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 is always funny. 
He did not shoot any three-pointers. So again, he's listening. Teddy, you're listening to the podcast. I appreciate you hearing this one man's perspective on on what you should do playing basketball. So I appreciate you didn't even try a three-pointer. And most of all, uh, especially after that missed dunk, he went over to the sideline. Huggins chewed him out, gave him the stare in the soul look. And Teddy Allen walked away, and he wanted to crack a smile. <laughs> you could see it. Like, he's not phased by Huggins and his gruff demeanor. He's just like, yeah, I'm sorry I missed the dunk, but it is kind of funny, Coach. But he did not crack a smile because he would have got taken out of the game. So my man, Teddy Allen, MVP of the Oklahoma State game. Random thoughts coming up. Random thoughts from the Oklahoma State game. West Virginia's in conference play now in the Big 12. And I've told you how good the Big 12 conference is and how tough the schedule is. But the interesting thing, especially when you watch West Virginia play teams on the road, is how little the colleges outside of Kansas and Iowa State care about basketball. They don't care. It's weird because the Big 12 is arguably better at basketball than football. And yet, Oklahoma basketball games, well, they care this year because they have a freshman who's doing Steph Curry things. TCU, they're really good. Could not care less that their basketball team is good. Texas, it's never going to compare to the football team. Texas Tech, don't care. It's Oklahoma State. They they pulled 8,200 for the WVU game. A top 10 team comes in to play, and there's like 5,000 empty seats. So it's it's weird, and, and it's it's like... Most of these Texas teams, you know, football's big in Texas. And so they see the basketball teams do well, and they don't care. They're like, oh, that's cute. Oh, it's cute that you have your basketball team. Very condescending, you know. It's like, oh, how sweet. Oh, you're good at basketball. That's really nice. It doesn't matter because it's not a weird-shaped ball with threads and people in helmets concussing each other. But it's cute. I mean, more power to you. Congrats on all your success. It doesn't change my day-to-day that you're good at, at basketball. It's weird to see it. Not that West Virginia cares the most about basketball. I, I think the football following is stronger than basketball. But it's just interesting to see how outside of the SEC conference, how little the Big 12 cares about basketball versus football as a whole. A weird thing I noticed in the game tonight is a majority of the players for WVU are flipping the waistband of their shorts, almost making like so they wore the gold uniforms uh, against Oklahoma State. So 
you'll see the waistline is white where they flip the shorts down. You look on the Instagram posts, they pose for the team pictures and the marketing pictures with the shorts folded over. What is that? Somebody explain that to me. I don't mind it. But what is that about? Is that like, is that what the kids are doing with the gym shorts, flipping the waistband? Is there a better way to say that or a cool way to say that? I mean, I'm hip. I know what the kids are saying. You know, I listen to um I listen to contemporary music. You know, I I'm I'm hip. I'm I'm down. I know what's going on. But I don't know about the shorts. Are they too long? I know we went from the very short shorts in the eighties to the Fab Five long shorts and now we're getting more into form fitting things. Just help me understand it. If somebody knows, if a kid's listening to this and you know what that's about, email me, which is a old person's medium, but email me, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Is it just the gold uniforms that they do that? It's just kind of standing out. I'm, I'm, I need some guidance. Help me understand that. Uh, I always need to mention on the podcast that Magic Bender scored. He did a sweet kind of from the three-point line, drive in, spin move, use the backboard, made a shot. He actually wasn't bad this game. A lot of WVU players were not bad. Wes Harris, nine points, not bad. Six players for West Virginia scored in double figures, and Wes scored nine. So, final thoughts coming up. Final thoughts for the Oklahoma State game. Going to read an email sent to unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. This email is from Tyson Ware. He's from Roan County, West Virginia, and he writes, Dear Josh, I saw that the podcast was delayed this time. Could you delay it permanently and forever? What I'm trying to say is that you should stop doing the podcast. Also, I believe that no one actually sends you emails. My guess is you probably make them up. If you do that, and to be clear, I think you do, then there is something wrong with you besides the obvious speech impediment. No thanks, Tyson. Thank you, Tyson, for that email. Keep sending emails to unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Am I going to permanently delay the podcast? Not yet. I'm going to keep doing podcasts after each basketball game this season. And then I'm going to evaluate the podcast at the end of the season and see if I want to move forward or not. So you may get your wish, Tyson, but it's not happening yet. You're probably not listening to this anyways. Um, but I'm in for the season. And then we'll see what happens. So keep sending those emails, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. I will not comment on if the emails are real or not. I mean, of course they're real. 2018 is right around the corner. Do you have a New Year's resolution? Here's a tip. If you're at a New Year's Eve party and you need a good icebreaker, just run up to somebody and say, Hey! 
Do you have a New Year's resolution? And then you'll have a good conversation. Trust me, I'm pretty good at icebreakers. Um, I didn't used to believe in resolutions, but the last few years I've been trying them, setting a resolution at New Year's. 2017 was a good year. I knocked some off the list. So my resolutions for 2018 are to communicate better with family, volunteer more, eat more steak. I ate good steak in 2017, but I didn't eat nearly enough of it. So 2018, going to try to eat more steak. Here's a big one. Run the Charleston Distance Run. Each year in September in Charleston, West Virginia, there is a 15-mile race that goes, a lot of it's flat, but some of it goes up the hill, a steep hill. So I'm going to give that a try. I think so. That's going to be on the list this year, run the Charleston Distance Run. So those are new resolutions. An old one that keeps showing up each year on my resolution list is to tone down my passive-aggressive behavior, and sarcasm. So who knows? Maybe 2018 will be the year that I tone that down. I can't eradicate it completely. It's, it's, in, the, it's in my fiber of my DNA. It's, it's, it's woven tightly within me. Um, but maybe tone it down a little bit. So, you know, actually, I think that resolution is sarcastic in nature that's the problem that i'm dealing with is that the resolution is sarcastic of toning down sarcasm so we'll see you know it's it's a it's an uphill battle but i'm going to give it a try maybe this is the year if you have a new year's resolution send it to me unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com i'll read it on this podcast so listen to Unreasonable Doubt on the Anchor app, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. If you listen on Apple or Google, so subscribe to the podcast, rate it five stars, leave a review. The next game for WVU is New Year's Day, 5 p.m. ESPNU against Kansas State. That's an away game in Manhattan, Kansas. Kansas State is 11-2. and They lost to Arizona State, which is pretty good. Arizona State's pretty good. They lost to Tulsa. Tulsa's not very good. But the game's at home for Kansas State. We'll see what happens. I'm Josh Witt. This is Unreasonable Doubt. WVU is 12-1.